the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When you get super sore muscles or get a sports injury, do you tend to ice the spot that hurts? Um, You might want to think that again. It may slow the healing. What? It's not only ineffective, it's counterproductive according to brand new research. We've all believed for years that ice numbs the area that hurts. Keeps the swelling and inflammation down. I've always iced for every injury I've ever had. Well, the new research showed that ice muscles had delayed recovery and healing. Bottom line, our bodies know how to heal sore muscles, and they say no ice needed. But this study was done on mice, so they've got to do some more research. Ironic that you brought this up, number one, because, I don't know if you noticed, I'm limping. I have a sprained ankle. and um, awful. And, and yeah, I... (laughs) New research on mice now. When I uh, sprained my ankle, I totally would thrust my foot into ice. Yeah. Like every day oh, I would I make myself do it. Yeah. And and a new study on mice is not going to change that at all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with what? Remember uh, Ray Bear? Remember the Thrashers hockey team? He was a friend of ours. He yeah. was their strength and conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, you got to ice. You yeah. have to ice. It brings down inflammation, all this stuff. So a lot gonna, of ice athletes I'm, do ice baths. I'm going to go with what he said, not with what the mice said. <laughs> <laughs> just call me crazy, but that's just me. So my wife and I have four kids, and they are all at the age where they have either already graduated college, they're in college, or looking to go to college. So we know what it's like for them to apply and wait and wait and wait. Wait till you hear about a mishap that happened to a whole bunch of people who are waiting to hear back from a college. We'll talk about it next. Okay, so uh, we've all been there with our kids where you're waiting to hear back. What schools did they get accepted to if they dream of going to college? Well, University of Kentucky has a program. It's a very elite program that only about a dozen kids that apply to it, they get in every year. They accidentally sent acceptance letters to 500,000 people. Oh, no. Can you imagine? That happened to one of my kids. They got Mm -hmm. an acceptance letter for a scholarship that they prepared for and they had a date set to go and it was like an academic competition thing they had to go to. And when they called to say like, okay, I'll be there. They were like, Oh, we sent you that letter by mistake. Uh, so I can feel the heartache of these parents. But that's so sad. We need to pray for all I these know, kids. Right? That uh, is so heartbreaking. Rough. Wow. Coming up. Can social media really become an addiction? With millions of people spending so much time on their phones, creating new reels and TikToks and checking to see how many likes their Facebook meme got. The question is, can social media become an addiction? Yes. New research set out to find out. And the verdict is probably not. Wrong. But they say some more (laughs) research needs to be done. What has been proven is, although there are upsides of social media, like feeling connected, uh, there are definite downsides, like depression and anxiety. And I don't know about you. I do this all the time. I try to imagine a world where social media was never invented. And it's kind of hard. Like my husband has never been on social media. He has no accounts. No, just think back nothing. to like 10 years ago or however long it's been around. It's not that it's hard to even imagine, though, like to picture what that was like. 
Hmm. Like not it's hard a, for me. It is for me. Like it's such a part of our society and mm-hmm. everything. I mean, I, I'll never forget the first time a friend of mine went to um, Ireland. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, can I see some pictures? And she goes, oh, I already posted. Oh, you're not on social media, are you? <laughs> and I could not see her. There was no way for her to show me her pictures. Well, without me being on social media. We all want to get to heaven one day, right? Mm-hmm. There's no social media in heaven. Thank God. <laughs> so glad. However, I think the other place is probably fully connected. <laughs> but then other people know what it's like to give up social media forever. Like they just say, nope, I'm I did done. It for Lent. I did it for Lent. For 40 days. Probably do yeah. it for good. So I don't know if you heard about this. Um, it's been in the news a lot lately, but... Uh, my husband's been joking for years that Amazon's going to rule the world. Mm-hmm. The latest, did you hear they opened a hair salon in London? No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're also going to do this thing where it's pay by palm. So if Apple iPay wasn't easy enough for you already, mm-hmm. you just wave your palm over this thing and it pays for your groceries. Ooh, I'm not doing that. Ain't no way. <laughs> you get all freaked out Ain't by that. Ain't no stuff. way. But you know, with this hair salon, the Amazon hair salon, mm-hmm. um, if Alexa tells you you need bangs, just say no. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I never cease to be amazed at how people utilize their cell phones like we're carrying these computers around with us every single day in our pocket worth sometimes more than a thousand dollars. And so this was the most creative thing I've ever seen. Uh, these little baby ducks fell into a storm drain in California and it was like, oh no, someone has to save the baby ducks. There were 11 down there. Chirp, 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 baby ducks. Like, what are you going to do? And an animal control officer coaxed them out. By playing mother duck sounds on her cell phone. (laughs) Isn't that such a great story? They thought, oh, we hear mommy. We must climb out of the strain and find her. I mean, that was kind of mean when they did get out and it's not mommy. It's my kids do that. You guys know we have have five dogs and they play animal noises off their phones all the time just to get them riled up. Oh, I got to try that with Alex the Wonder Man. They'll play and they'll turn their heads and look like, what is that? What is that? Especially because we have three of our dogs are are hunting dogs. Mm -hmm. They were bred for hunting. And when you play like some wild animal noise, they go nuts. They're like, game on. Where is it? Let's find it. That's hilarious. And my wife and I, we have four kids. And as a parent, you're always learning. No matter how old your kids are, you're always learning about parenting. And it hit me just the other day that going, well... When your child has a problem, you go, well, when I was your age, (laughs) it's not always the most productive thing. We'll talk about it next. Something that that is interesting about being a parent, Taylor, is you never, ever stop learning. No matter how old your kids are, you'd think at a certain point they graduate high school, they graduate college or whatever, they're moving on with their lives, they move out. You'd be like, done. And it's not done. It It just changes. And the amount, obviously, the amount of parenting needed when they get older is mm-hmm. far less. I mean, you don't have to cut their food for them anymore, right? You stopped the, well, my, my wife not stopped, everyone. <laughs> my wife stopped doing that for our kids when they were like 15, 16 years <laughs> right. old. So that doesn't last forever. But um, what I've found is with conflict, like they'll have conflicts at work or, or college or whatever, you know, something going on. And what I've learned just from observing their reactions to dear old dad is to refrain from doing the, well, you know, when I was your age or I had that same thing happen and here's what I did. Mm -hmm. The problem with that approach, even though you might be sharing a 
a valid and helpful story with them is what they hear is you change you're moving the spotlight from their problem to you ah you know so if you can rephrase it and say something like huh well you know i heard about a time i heard about someone who and make yourself a character in the story Ah. rather than it being about you Mm -hmm. or say well i wonder if you looked at it from this perspective of that might change it a little bit and then share what you went through mm-hmm. without making yourself a part of the story. Just a li- um, It's subtle, but I've noticed such a huge difference. It makes sense. Massive difference. It's kind of like when um, a woman sharing something with her husband and he just tries to fix it and doesn't acknowledge how the situation might be waking or feel yeah. or what she's gone through. Maybe yeah. similar, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, so removing yourself... As this, from as being the star of the story <laughs> and keeping them <laughs> the focus of the story, it's really helpful. Wouldn't you say it's safe to say we all want to be needed and wanted, right? Uh, well, I got a text. I love being an aunt. I have eleven nieces and nephews. I got a text the other day that was like, "Yes." Put me in, coach. They need me. <laughs> they they need want me. me. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you what's going on next. So I don't know if you feel this way, but it, it's so fun to uh, feel like you're needed and wanted. I mean, everyone loves that, right? Yeah, and we all so, want to be useful and, yeah, and feel like I, we matter. Yeah, and one thing that's kind of interesting about my life is I've got 11 nieces and nephews. So blessed to have all those kiddos in my lives. Uh, but, you know, the bottom line, I'm, quote, just the aunt. And that's been more prevalent in the past 365 days than ever before because, if someone's going to get into a cross country meet or a graduation or anything, it's going to be mom and dad, or maybe it's, even sometimes one parent. It's not going to be you. the aunt is not invited. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's just the way it goes. <laughs> so I am. I think I'm going to bust. I'm so excited because I feel so excited. Um, my niece Alyssa, love her to death. So proud of her. She is graduating from the University of Florida with her physical therapy degree. This is like. <clears throat> Like, it's almost like medical school. I mean, it's it is a ton. It's a big deal. Yeah, No kidding. And for the longest time, it was just, you know, my sister's like, yeah, she it's because of covid. It's limited. It's outside. But they're going to really space us out and um, just two tickets. So me and Don, we paid for it. We're going. (laughs) (laughs) And the other day I get a text from my niece. Hey, Aunt Taylor, someone gave me an extra ticket. Do you want to come to my graduation? Oh! <laughs> and I was like, what? What? You want me? me? <laughs> I couldn't pop. And so <laughs> I went back and forth and back and forth. And I got the full story from my sister. She had offered it to her sister first and she can't come. So no, no, I was no, like, don't the ruin backup. it. Don't but, ruin it. No, no, no. You were so, first you choice. Know, you, you go through your head. You're like, Okay, is she just offering it to me to make me feel good, thinking there's no way I'd be able to come? What's the deal? And then on top of it, our show happened to be off at the exact same day yeah. that she's grad. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to see my niece graduate. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's like um, you try. Uh, you you try to try to be cool about it, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that'd so, be nice. Yeah, let me let me see if I can fit let it me in. Check, let me check my let me check at work. You know, I don't know. <laughs> kind of a big deal there, so they might name me. I just texted her a meme of Elaine waving her hands over her head from Seinfeld, and oh, I put, yeah. I get to see you this week. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm so happy. That's the laugh of validation right there. <laughs> I matter. I do. Hey, just to let you know, Taylor, you are kind of a big deal. I know my kids, when they would get the chance, like you were like, you'd take them to a movie or something or or invite them over, especially without mom and dad for mm-hmm. like, I don't know, a barbecue or something. They were on cloud nine. Oh, that makes you feel good. It, it has been. I mean, I would t- say to any woman who's like me and my husband, Glenn, where, you know, your heart's broken because you didn't have your own kids. There's so many other ways to quote mother or father or be an influence. And a lot of times I think my I've got four sisters and a sister-in-law and they all have kids. And um, I think they kind of dig our influence like they like that extra voice in their child's lives, which makes me feel so good. Do they good. ever call you and try to get you to get on their side with something? <laughs> um, it has happened. And both the, my nieces and nephews and all my sisters and brother-in-laws know that I will always show a united front with the parents. Like, it's never my job to be a wedge <laughs> at all. Oh, my gosh. Can't believe There's your mom no way. and dad. <laughs> I'm going to call Aunt Taylor. No, it doesn't work. They know it doesn't work, even if they had tried. But um, it's just been such a blessing. And I think when I'm sitting there at my niece's graduation, I mean, a physical therapist, the night before, uh, we're not invited because there's just not enough room and stuff. There's a white coat ceremony because, Ooh. you know, she's going to, I think on paper, doctor. Mm-hmm. Alyssa, even though it's physical therapy. And um, when I sit in that seat and watch her graduate, I think I'm going to be thinking through just all the hours and hours and hours and hours of studying mm-hmm. and all the um, clinicals she's done all over the country and the people she's been trying to help get yeah. better. And she, her dream is sports physical therapy. So, and she's worked with some pretty famous athletes, but I'm not allowed to say who they are (laughs) but it's pretty cool so far she's living the dream next step is finding the job very cool well done hey this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day here's proof that dreams really can come true back in december two little four-year-old girls from kansas wrote out their christmas wish list for santa Mm -hmm. put it in a red star balloons they each had their own and released it Mom thought it would be a fun way to deliver it to Santa. It was really windy that day. Well, one of the balloons traveled 600 miles, two states away to Alvin. And when he saw the note inside, it melted his heart. Facebook helped him find the twins. And with donations from family and friends, he shipped the girls almost every present on their list. No kidding. Yeah. There was like a frozen doll, all kinds of stuff. Now, one present couldn't ship in the mail. These little twin little four-year-old girls wanted a new puppy. So Alvin and his wife made the long drive to deliver Max a little Dachshund pup, and Mom was overwhelmed. Thank you for making my girls so happy. You will forever be a part of our family. And Alvin... That's so cute. <laughs> Alvin feels like he want, was the one who got the best deal. The world's been bad this past year. So if you can make just one person smile, trust me, not only will it help them, it will make you feel so much better. Isn't that an awesome Aww. attitude? He felt like he got more out of it than he and his wife driving all the way there with a the puppy. Well, and truth be told, he and his wife got out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Right? For a really long time. I just think it's so amazing that their their families are intertwined for life now it because is. of one red balloon. It is. And I wonder if, if the dog chews anything up. 
Mm-hmm. Will they call Alvin and be like, you, you got to come get this dog? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I think they're in love already. <laughs> Have you ever hurt yourself and thought, oh my gosh, I'm having a Taylor Scott moment? Oh, great. <laughs> Is it that bad? Because I just really hurt myself, and I have no idea what just happened. Uh, yeah, I've got a sprained ankle. Every time. I've got it propped up. I mean, it's swollen the, the so whole bit. So sorry. I cannot wait to hear what uh, in the world happened. I, I wish I knew, but I'll try to tell you as best I can recall. So you know my co-host, Taylor. She is a known for her many mishaps, falls, bumps, bruises, scrapes. Yes. It's like every weekend you come in with a different scrape. Especially mountain biking and trail running. One time you had that scrape on your chin. I don't know that anyone ha- usually mm-hmm. has a scrape on their chin after the age of about 10. Yes. But you managed to pull that off. time for my birthday one right? year. Yeah. There you go. So uh, I pulled a Taylor Scott. I still am not completely sure what happened. We were getting ready to run out to Home Depot, and I'm going down the steps uh, to the basement because we were getting, I was getting furnace filters and I needed to check the size. So okay. I'm running down to the furnace to check the size of the filter. And I don't know what happened on the last step. I missed it. I, I, don't, oh, I still don't know what happened. I missed the last step when I was in third grade and but sprained my, my foot. my right foot turned and I knew it was the second it happened <sighs> I, because I've sprained my ankles countless times and it's been years, but I knew it right away. So I'm writhing in pain, trying to keep it together. My wife runs down. She's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I said, I just sprained my ankle. Are you sure? I said, I am. I've never been more sure of anything in my life. But uh, so I sat there and it hurts really bad for about five minutes. And then it just kind of goes numb and starts swelling. And that's what happened. I said, maybe if I keep moving, it'll help. Let's just go. Well, we're on our way to the store. I could feel my shoe getting tighter. Oh, no. We, by the time we got home, it was, yeah, it was totally swollen the whole bit so ah so sorry all around because not only is it you know just annoying to have the sprained ankle but you guys know i'm really in the cycling and i've been training so hard since last fall Mm -hmm. to get ready for a race this coming fall it was like a year-long process and i've been making so much progress been gains and gains and gains but and i keep trying to big picture it i'm like okay in the big picture of life this is not that big a deal. In the big pink mm-hmm. scope of global events, you having a little sprained ankle and having to sit for a week or two is not that big a deal, Kev. So I'm trying to keep a good attitude on it. And That's awesome. Positive. I man- well done. Managed to read an, a whole book yesterday. All right. Because <laughs> I can't do anything else. I was yeah. just sitting around. Ugh. So, so I'll pray that you heal fast because I've so been there. Yeah. I'm a hobbling through. It'll be okay. Like I'm as I'm talking, I can feel how tight my right shoe is. Oh no, we need to get that off. Compared to my left. We don't want to get stuck. And and I do plan on milking this, by the way. So, running a little short on coffee here, Taylor. Oh, okay. I'll get you. Hop on. Top off. Be right there. Jump on that. It'll be great. (laughs) Yay me. (laughs) Are you pretty gifted when it comes to words and phrases? Coming up, the ones most of us, uh, we're getting them wrong. Are you fairly gifted when it comes to words? There are quite a few words and phrases that most of us are getting wrong. So here's three of them. Okay. Uh, Kev, how do you say one of your favorite words? E-S-P-R-E-S-S-O. Espresso? Yes, you say it right. A lot of people say it, espresso. Why would they say that? There's no X. I don't know. It's Maybe just a thing. we say pizza as if there was a T in it. We do? It's pizza. P-I-Z-Z-A. Oh, that's There's true. No, yeah. 
I wonder if that's the Italian pronunciation. In the way we say it, it should be spelled P-E-T-E-Z-A. Yeah, that's so true. Okay, second one. We tend to say for all intensive purposes. No, it's intense. Exactly. It's intense and purposes. For all intensive purposes, y'all. And finally, have you ever heard someone say, man, my life took a total 360 (laughs) <laughs> that's wrong it's uh, 180 you, you, 180 if you turn 360 degrees you'd be right back right where, where you, you started, started. <laughs> sometimes i think i've said my life took a 180 and in reality it took a 360 <laughs> if you have a milestone wedding anniversary coming up you may want to steal this couple's a, idea i look at everyone as a milestone the fact that tracy said yes to begin with <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then she's still hanging in there it's a milestone this is such a sweet story. They This couple went back to the restaurant where they had their first date 20 years ago and left a $2,000 tip for the staff. Ooh. They've been coming to the same restaurant in Chicago every year for their wedding anniversary mm-hmm. since that very first date. And the note on the check says, thank you for 20 years of good memories, excellent food and outstanding service. Cheers to many more. You know, it almost makes you want to like cry. So heartwarming when people are that generous. The couple wanted to remain anonymous. That was the waiter who was their waiter. Hmm. Um, But they said they wanted to share their joy with the whole staff. So that's a fun way to celebrate your 20th wedding anniversary, huh? That's Fun to be that well off too. <laughs> that you can, a two thousand dollar tip. Can do, give that kind of tip. <laughs> that's fun. That's my definition of fun. Do you love seeing a delicious recipe on TikTok? After all, who hasn't tried whipped coffee or hot chocolate bombs? But a lot of times, when you go to make that recipe that you saw, you can't remember exactly whose account it was or how to make it. Well, TikTok is testing a third party service called Whisk. And it allows video creators to link directly to their recipes. The application uh, would be accessible through a button on the recipe videos. And then you'd be able to find a link to the full recipe and save it for future use. Whisk also uses ingredient lists, nutrition details, and uh, it has information on nutrition for each recipe, too. Mm. So it sounds kind of exciting. Uh, Hopefully it'll work. I love a good new recipe. Makes me happy. Yeah. My wife loves recipes, but she hates like when a blogger does 15 pages of this is how I discovered cardamom. (laughs) And you know someone who's been through such a tough year economically, like job losses, things like that. But things are finally looking up. And our producer Griffin's wife, Sarah, has been in the travel industry. So you can Mm. imagine what that's been like. But we have, I think, some good news coming up next. So, Griff, we've got some good news on Sarah on the employment front. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, you know, well, last year uh, was a pretty tough year for her, for her mm-hmm. job. She works in the travel industry. Which shut down. Yeah. I mean, you had Sarah in the travel industry. I had my son in the music industry. It's like both of those industries just quit for a right. year. And we, it got to the point, we could not count on her paycheck at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like it wasn't That's consistent so and all that. And it was tough. She was at the point where she's wondering, do I need to go back to waiting tables like she did in college? And, oh, wow. you know, it, she was considering all kinds of things. She started doing some artwork and opened up a little Etsy shop and has made some money from that. But because of the way things are going right now, the travel industry is booming. Yeah. It's gotten to the point in the past couple, month or so, they have too much work. Oh, wow. She's like working all hours of the night. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. Had, I think they had to hire another person 
Wow. wow. With her company. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's crazy. And then they've even talked about sending her to one of the resorts again. You know, so <gasps> yes! she can go. That's awesome. So it's almost so like roles are flipping. Firsthand. <laughs> and now I, can, I get to be in charge of the kids. I can hear and, the conversation <laughs> now. And you know, and you can bring your spouse too. Oh, no, no, no. That won't be necessary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she wants a break from Griff and the kids after a whole year. Well, yeah. don't they represent the Caribbean? And that's one of the few places you right. can that's yeah, the big just thing. hop on a plane and get to nowadays. Like, yeah. They'll let you in. Right. That, yeah. They represent the only places they represent are in the Caribbean. And mm-hmm. that's like one of the only places you can go right yeah. now. So it's out of control. Crazy. So. Wow. That's a such a thing. blessing. Nice. Yeah. I mean, a mix. I don't want like, her working all hours of the night. Yeah. But I'm so thrilled that you can rely on her paycheck again. Oh, yeah. Finally. It's huge. Yeah. That's awesome. A nice perk of the job is uh, we're going to need you to visit one of the resorts now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if she ever wants someone to go with her yeah. so you can stay with the kids, I'm <laughs> happy to join her. <laughs> so isn't it, isn't it tough when you're in a group with people, maybe you've traveled or something, and you're with people you really want to make a connection with, but you don't speak the same language? Oh, yeah. That can be, yeah, can be tricky. It can be really hard, right? So um, we have some guys working in our house, and uh, they're not from around here. They're from uh, they're from South America, and I found I found what the international language is that will break down all barriers. Tell you what it is next. So if you've ever traveled overseas or had people in your life that don't speak the same language as you, it can be hard communicating because you want you want to you know make that connection, but it's really difficult. So uh, we have some guys working on our home. Uh, and I went out to say hi to him yesterday and take him some drinks and stuff and was trying to make small talk. And it was hard, but I did find the one thing that would break down all barriers. Oh, I thought I had the answer until you mentioned the drinks. I thought it was going to be warm chocolate chip cookies fresh out of the <laughs> oven, but I think it's probably soccer, football. It was that, but it was a step beyond. We're, we're talking and we're talking, and there, there one guy in the crew uh, is bilingual. So he's kind of translating. I'm like, hey, you guys soccer fans? And he's talking, and there's that awkward pause where he's talking to them, and then they're talking back to him, and then he's telling me and everything. But I did catch the one guy said, Guatemala. Mm. And we traveled to Guatemala with Food for the Poor. Yeah. And the last time we were there, I made sure right across the hotel from where we were staying, um, there was a soccer shop. So I went in, and I got my Guatemala national jersey. So... After we finished the little chit-chat, I went inside and I dug in my closet and I found the Guatemala jersey and I went out on the deck and I held it over the side and I went, Guatemala! <laughs> oh my gosh. They went, hey! Oh. I mean, it was like we were having a party in the backyard. <laughs> and the guys that didn't speak any English, they do know this word, they went, respect, respect, man! <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I go inside, Tracy's like, what's going on out there? I said, I'm just making friends. I was just trying to role reverse it. Like, if you were living, if you were in Guatemala doing some work on a Guatemalan's home and they came over the balcony and went, America! <laughs> it's just crazy. I'd have been like, yeah! USA! <laughs> So you went, down, you went down the right road. Yes, soccer <laughs> is the international language, and particularly if you happen to have a jersey. From the people that you can't you communicate go. with <laughs> <laughs> in your closet, you're going to make instant friends. Do you consider yourself brave? Um, I have moments of bravery, but nothing like this. I am when it comes to uh, eating stuff past the expiration date. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a given. Smell test, I'm, ble- I'm brave. Yeah. I heard, by the way, that's a peak of freshness date, not an expiration mm. date. There's a TikTok that's gone viral about that. But anyway... 
I, I have moments of bravery, but nothing like this. So there's this team of doctors and nurses, and they are doing open heart surgery. I can't imagine having the skills to know how to repair a human being's heart, but that's what they're doing. And they kind of, they smell a little something, but they, they just got to focus. And one of the nurses is like, do you smell smoke? Yeah. Well, someone peeks in and says, hey, the hospital's on fire. Oh, no. And they're oh, like, man. you're what kidding. You and they're like, well, we cannot abandon <laughs> right. this surgery. We can't hit pause here. <laughs> they stayed and finished the surgery while firefighters fought the fire in the hospital. Mm. And the patient survived. Wow. The patient is alive thanks to their bravery. They didn't go, suture him up. We're out of here. They just, they're like, nope, we've got to continue. We've got to save this person's mm. life and continue the surgery. Can you imagine having that kind of bravery? <gasps> Not just that kind of bravery, oh. but that kind of focus is the surgeon. Yeah. And to like all block the all that and out. Nurses, the, yeah. I'm talking about the guy that's got his hands in there and the scalpel in his hand or whatever. And the, wow. To be able to stay that focused and not mess up. <laughs> I mean, wow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.